0: You are listening to Red Zone Coffee Talk with your host, Tim. And Zach. Uh, We are officially back. Um, If you didn't know we were gone, that's okay. We're back now. Um, We recorded some episodes a couple months ago. Took a hiatus because I got married, uh, which is great. Yeah, it's been awesome. Zach moved to Indiana and started a new job. Um, So we had a lot of stuff going on and we decided It'd be mean, best just to wait till we actually had time to focus on it, and we could keep it consistent. Um, so, but we are back, and we're coming back just at the right time. Uh, it is week one of the NFL, and oh man, so happy the football's back! I'm so ready. It's like, look, some people like to celebrate Christmas, but I think I, I choose week one of the NFL season over Christmas. I agree. I agree. Week one of the NFL season is is a is like a majestic time in my life. Hey, why don't um, you tell
1: them what we're doing right
0: now? So right now we are actually, uh, as we record this, we are watching the first game of the NFL season, uh, Thursday Night Football, Rams versus Bills. Um, so you'll be hearing this on Friday. So, uh, but yeah, we're watching the Rams versus Bills, um, and I'm just happy. Uh, it makes me. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like a kid on Christmas just like watching football again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I could cry. I am tearing up right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, but yeah, so today, our game plan, uh, we're going to work through the week one matchups, and I think we're going to talk uh, our, our predictions, uh, just like, okay, like week one, you know, who's going to come out on top, who's going to suffer a first week loss, and probably talk about, okay, some things to watch uh, in each game. Uh, so that as you go in, you've some things, you know, that to watch for. Um, and then also, we're going to do some uh, awards predictions at the end of the show. Talking, you know, right before the season gets going, who we think for MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie, all that stuff. So uh, we'll talk through all that at the end. Uh, but to start, uh, we will start with our week one matchups. Um, so I guess we can talk. Uh, should we talk about Bills, Rams? Um, I guess by this time, by people, when you hear this, it ought to be over. So whoever won, that's great. Um, I don't know. What do you, should we? Maybe we should just skip. We'll just go to – we can just go to the Sunday games. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, first up, coming up, uh, we got Saints and Falcons. So, New Orleans and the Falcons in Atlanta. Uh, Zach, who do you got for this one?
1: Well, I I feel like I'm going with all of America when I say there's absolutely no way that the Falcons can win this game. I know you're an Oregon Ducks guy, and so (laughs) – Marcus Mariota, this could be a redemption story for him, but I'm a Jameis Winston believer. And yeah. I don't think there's any way the saints don't pull this out.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, I love, I love Marcus Mariota and I would love to say the Falcons, but I think in all reality, it's, it's probably going to be the saints. Yeah. I, I think the saints are going to win this. I think, uh, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston was on track for a good season last year before he got hurt. Saints were on track. I think, uh, yeah, so I am, I am interested uh, to see how this game goes. But I, I think I would say Saints as well. I think the thing to watch for in this game, though, um, I don't know. I think I think there's something to watch for on both sides. On the Saints side, I would say uh, kind of what they decide to do with the running back situation. Because I know there's Kamara is kind of up in the air with everything that's been going on this summer. I don't know. Is he playing this week? I don't think – He think, is
1: playing. He's playing.
0: He is playing? Okay. Well, then I guess that settles that. But along with Kamara, I think – um, the receiving core, uh, which is a big question because last year, I mean, Jameis Winston was doing pretty well and his receiving core was not great. I mean, you had Traquan Smith, uh, Marquez Calloway. Um, I mean, that's, those are the only two names I can even remember, yeah. you know? So they kind of revamped that now, you know, Michael Thomas is going to be coming back. They drafted Chris Olave, uh, traded for uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, so, I think they brought in some important pieces that you know for Tr- Jameis Winston could even elevate that game. So I think that will be big. Oh, holy cow! Okay, I'm yeah. sorry that I did saw, you just see I, that pick. Yeah, that, yeah. And I'm sorry. I, that was actually insane. Holy cow! If you're yeah, if you are watching Thursday Night Football just now, the uh, wow, the the receiver caught it, fumbled it. Isaiah McKenzie, like pretty much. Wow it off to david long that's crazy um but okay so uh back to yeah so saints i think receiver core for the falcons um i think the big thing well i mean it will be uh their playmakers uh, And i think some of their rookies i think drake london uh and ty mm-hmm. i want to see tyler allegier too. kind of see i think those would be two guys that could determine if there's any success this year yep. i think a success for the falcons even if it's not winning games, but if those guys turn out to be solid, then, then you go into even next year, now you've got you know, a solid running back, a number one receiver, and you can keep building. So, I think that would be what I would be watching out for, for in week with the talks and the Saints. Um,
1: yeah, those some good stories to watch for, for sure. And yeah. It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, it will be. So, alright, next game we got got uh, Bengals and Steelers. Uh, I think... Oh, man. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Bengals. I'm gonna go Bengals.
1: Yeah, I. Part of me again. I'm a big believer in the Super Bowl hangover, but it's at home for Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. uh, we haven't seen Mitch Trubisky start a football game in uh, over it. I mean, it's been two years, so I had to I go Cincinnati as well. But um, I think some things to watch for. I mean, obviously Cincinnati. They went ten and seven last year, so um, not exactly. Uh, a bullet like a they didn't blow us away in the regular season they caught fire late yeah uh, but even like the o-line still a question like yeah they made it to the super bowl but at that o-line was still rough and, if not for bro just like pulling some miracles out of his hat like things would have been a lot different so realistically you can't bank on that uh to take you all the way again and they invested heavily into that o-line um uh, they're bringing back a lot of the same weapons yeah yes defense so i think you're just hoping for some built like improving upon what already was there. Um, but the reality is they have a first-place schedule this year, and that's not going to help them in a loaded AFC. And True. in a division with, you know, Baltimore's healthy, Cleveland without Deshaun Watson, but still a good team overall. And then Pittsburgh, who hasn't had a losing record under Mike Tomlin at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: which is crazy.
1: I think that's what I'd watch for us. The, can the Bengals build off their success? Are they going to crash and burn? And ultimately, can Mitch Strabisky, like, Man, if if he can play like he did the year the Bears made the playoffs, which was a while ago, obviously. But he has some of the physical gifts needed. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's confident. Like, they picked him over Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. And I think that says something. So, uh, I hope – I mean, I hate the Steelers, but I hope that Mitch Trubisky is able to thrive and and find a a niche
0: role there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think also I'll be interested to see uh, how George Pickens fares because he had a great preseason. um, But – you know, that doesn't automatically translate to a great, you know, real season. So I think there's a lot of hype around him. So if he lives up to the hype, we could see the Steelers having a good season after into what with a lot of people expecting them not to. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, next up, let's see. Uh, all right, Bears 49ers. Um, man, that's a tough, tough choice. Uh, no, it's not because the Bears are horrible. I'm going to go to 49ers for that one. (laughs) Hmm. You
1: know, part of me, Tim, I want to say Niners, but I'm also, I'm feeling lucky.
0: Zach, don't. Uh,
1: Look, hey, hey, look, the Buckeyes just took down the Fighting Irish, okay? Justin Fields, Buckeye, I'm feeling good. I feel like he has no receivers whatsoever. His offensive line is absolute cheeks. But I think that's the perfect recipe for an upset. And that is why I'm going to say the 49ers are going to win this game.
0: Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that, dude. If you would have said the Bears, I would have – man, I would have lost it. I'm putting the Niners uh, in upset uh, alert, though. Okay, so if it happens,
1: if it happens, I had faith.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think it's tough because I – I want the bears to succeed because obviously with, I mean, Justin Fields, obviously like I want them to succeed and I, I think he can be a good quarterback. So I'd like to see him succeed. Um, but there is just so much that that team has to uh, deal with. I mean, with the the fallout from the whole Matt Nagy, you know, and uh, pace uh, mm-hmm. control and everything that they kind of killed, you know, Eberflus has a long road ahead of him. Um, so I think things to watch for, though, um, will be – for the Niners, obviously, I think the big thing is, I mean, Trey Lance. I mean, on in on Trey Lance. Well, supposedly, starting him as their starter. But I I do think it is interesting to note that they made Jimmy G the highest-paid backup. I, I don't think that that's – I don't think they're going to start him. I think they're starting Trey Lance. They've already said that. But – In my mind, I don't think if you are all in on Trey Lance, if you are all in on your guy, that you pay the competition, supposedly, and make him the highest paid backup then. Right. And to keep him in the room, unless there is some part of you that thinks, just in case Trey doesn't work out, we have Jimmy G to fall back on. Right. So And maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it feels like to me a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I think seeing how Trey Lance fares will be interesting to watch for the Niners. And then, I mean, I don't even know. I think can they can they field a the serviceable team? Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, you got there's questions everywhere. You know, core like who's gonna is someone gonna show up? You know, is is Byron Pringle gonna somehow be a steal uh, from free agency? Is Vilas Jones gonna show up and be a good rookie? Will Darnell Mooney be the guy? You know that people think he might be offensive line. Will the offensive line block? You know, is you know can the running back room like do some defensively, you know, without Khalil Mack now you're kind of, you know, hurting even more. So I think there are a lot of questions rather than answers in Chicago. And a lot of those are going to get answered whether they're going to show up or not. So, uh, but I predict a 49 er win in Chicago this week. And I don't think it's going to be close, but we'll see. All right. Up next Browns and Panthers. Uh, Ooh. Zach, who do you think you want for this one? Browns and Panthers. Tim, we're both – look, I'm a praying man. You know that? Yeah.
1: I have never prayed harder than than over this game.
0: Really?
1: If, if, <laughs> if by some devastating result the Browns lose to the Panthers in Baker Mayfield, I – I mean, that is like the ultimate insult to injury. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So man, I'm worried. I think the Browns have a better team. I think obviously the quarterback, like I don't know what Brissett's going to look like, and I'm not. I I take Baker over Brissett right now, obviously. But I think the Browns' defense is good. I think our O line is great. I think like you, I think we just have to run Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt into the ground. We have. I think to set morale high, like we got to win this game, man. We got to right foot. So I'm picking the Browns. Because I'm just like I'm, – I'm willing it. Uh, I think yeah. there's a, a good chance that we do lose, but I can't pick Carolina.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to say – I'm going to go Browns too. Um, I'm not – I mean, I think there's some worry uh, for me, but if I'm being honest, I think our defense is pretty strong. I feel good about our defense and where our defense is at. And I, I think the offense – like, I don't – offense has been – rough and i don't see it getting much better um i mean christian mccaffrey is electric on the field but
1: mm-hmm.
0: outside of him like dj moore is i think a solid receiver but he hasn't i don't think shown. i don't think he's proved his first round pedigree yet um and and hopefully i think this year he he might uh oh fumble i think rams just got the ball yep. james cook wow the ball. J- wow that's rough rookie Rookie mistake. That's rough. Um, yeah, I think that out of him, you know, I mean Robbie Anderson, like I don't know. I I I think our defense should help us a lot in that. Uh but yeah, I my offense, my, my question is on the offense and what we're gonna do. I I hope Brissett looks good. I'd love for him to be good and like lead us to some victories. Um but yeah, so I think we're both gonna go to the Browns. Zach, anything any other specific things you think to watch for in, in this matchup? Yeah, I man
1: I think on the brown side I think the big thing is like how is Rossette gonna play we have him for 12 games this year yeah uh, and like if he I, at the very least he's got to keep the defense off like keep our defense off the field mm-hmm. uh, because if he like we have our strength is a running game that's how we've won games even with Baker so if we can if he can be good enough to where the defense isn't stacking the box every time, I think we can win like enough games with him to where Watson when he comes back. We have five games left. we could potentially sneak in as a seven seed yeah, I don't think the odds are high, but I think they're there um, so I think that's the thing to watch for and then for Carolina, I'd say two quick things one apparently McCaffrey is on the injured list now
0: oh okay,
1: but he has a shin injury and if we know McCaffrey there's a you know you never know if he's gonna play or not yeah. If he plays, like, if he doesn't play, that's a huge storyline.
0: Oh, wow. That's a bad pass.
1: I'm getting my pizza so I didn't look.
0: You're good. I was – Matt Stafford, I I think it was miscommunication between Stafford and the receiver because that went right to the corner. Um, But –
1: I think another thing to watch for is Baker. Like, he's going to be – we know how he plays. He plays emotional football. And this is probably the most emotional game he's played. And so – that either turns into four picks or four touchdowns. Yeah. We don't know what it's going to be. So I think that's a big thing to watch. If Baker comes out slinging it, I think nothing's going to be able to stop him. But if he comes out and he's just making foolish mistakes, just trying to, like, make throws that aren't there, uh, I think ultimately the Panthers can't win if he's playing that way. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I agree. So it'll it'll be an interesting matchup. Sure, one, I know I'll be watching. Uh and excited to get to see that. Uh, all right. Lions and Eagles in Detroit. Um I'm gonna go Lions. Whoa! I'm going li- listen, I'm I am on the Dan Campbell train. I've watched a little bit of hard knocks. I think I think the Lions are a team that could surprise people this year. Are they gonna win the Super Bowl? No. Could they make the playoffs? Possibly, but I think I think they could surprise some people. I'm going to say week one, they're going to come out and they're going to beat the Eagles. That's what I'm going to say.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, Tim, I feel like my Bears pick is looking, if I had it stuck with it, looking pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I think, really? You know,
0: I see the Bears as significantly worse than the Lions. Uh,
1: I do, but I also
0: think the, Eagle, uh, the Eagles
1: are my dark horse out of the NFC, man. Really? Yeah. That defense, that defense is going to, if it comes together, Filthy good. They they just traded for uh, Gardner-Johnson, I think is his name, from New Orleans. Yeah, C.J.
0: Gardner-Johnson.
1: They added James Bradbury. Uh, They added Hassan Reddick. They added Jordan Davis. That's all on defense. On the offensive line, their O-line is healthy. They added A.J. Brown. They have a healthy running back room and one of the better running back by committee rooms in the league, I think. And I think it rides on Jalen Hurts. And I think the hype that I've been seeing out of camp in preseason, like I believe it, he looks like he's in great shape. The coaching staff is supportive. And so that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But I I think the Eagles legitimately I think they win the NFC East. I think they can win 10 to 11 games and I think they absolutely can beat the breaks off of the Lions. So I got I got to go with the Eagles, man.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I think I agree with you on everything except I don't know the running back room for me is still I I think Miles Sanders is still questionable for me cuz okay. He's when he's healthy he's good been healthy in a while and the with running backs once you start getting the injury bug a lot of running backs you get that injury bug it doesn't go away you know and so and behind him they've got kenneth gainwell and boston scott who aren't aren't bad like i i enjoy it but i think actually want to be serious contenders i think i think it needs to be miles sanders Still, uh, you know, i i think for me with the lions i think it's um yeah I I think it's just their mentality. I think that's a team that – it's not just the players I do. Like, there's a culture there that is different. And it's weird because you see it. I don't know what it is, but you see it. And so, I think the things to watch for – I mean, I mentioned the Eagles, Miles Sanders, I think. um, And, yeah, you mentioned the defense. I think seeing if the defense can mesh. Um, With the Lions, I want to say the offense kind of – okay there some improvement because they went and they, they kind of, they beefed up their offense a little bit. I mean, they went, uh, and now, he won't play right away, obviously, but, um, they traded up to get him. They paid good money for DJ Chark, who I think is a pretty solid. I mean, he's an, I think DJ Chark is an underrated receiver. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown had a, a, a really good end of his rookie season. Uh, so I think they have, I think they have what like a, I think they have kind of a dark horse receiver core. Um, on that team went with DJ Chark, Monroe, St. Brown, Jameson Williams. You know, you have Kalief Raymond in there. You have Josh Reynolds who are both uh, here or there, but I, I think you know, that plus TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift, they're young. Uh, they got some talent. I think it could be a, a team that surprises some people. So I think seeing how the offense meshes uh, will be interesting to watch with the Lions. it
1: will be a fun game. Well, that'll be fun to revisit next week, Tim.
0: It will be. It will be fun to revisit next week. What we got to do, we got to keep tallies of it, and we'll we'll keep a ranking of, like, okay, who, like, each week. You know how, like, they do on Monday Night Football where they have, like, a record of who gets more right and stuff like that? Like that. Um, yeah, we'll do that. We'll see by the end of the season. Um, but, all right, up next, Ravens and Jets. Um, I'm going to go Ravens.
1: Yeah, as, as elite as Joe Flacco is – uh, yeah. I love was,
0: Joe Flacco he, so much, dude. But
1: he ages like fine wine, man. They, as time goes on, he could start for a team at 38, and I would say they're a better team. Yeah. Than he started for them when he was in his prime. I think he yeah. is in his
0: prime. I mean, right now he's starting. I mean, he'll be starting for at least four weeks, and who knows? Now here's here's before we. I, I think we're both going Ravens here, okay? And which is good. But here's my question, okay? Joe Flacco starting, okay? Jets go four and O oh through the first four weeks. Do you oh. sit Joe Flacco and play Zach in week five? Um, we're just going to
1: assume that some way on God's green earth, that that actually happens.
0: Is yeah. A- we're, we're assuming that that, like, let's say that did happen. I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. But if it did,
1: uh, if it happened, Oh, I just looked, they're playing the entire AFC North. We swim through four. Uh, if it happened, I do think they played Joe Flacco. I don't – look, I don't think that that coaching staff owes any loyalty to Zach
0: Wilson. Wait, did, no. they,
1: did they draft Zach Wilson? They drafted
0: I, him. I mean, they did. I th- I'm pretty sure they did. But um, you play him. even then. still, it's not like he's shown – he hasn't shown anything to say, oh, he needs to be – you know. Right. If Joe Flacco – I mean, because they were – Mike White was going to be the – for a minute we thought, dude, Mike White's the guy. And then obviously he wasn't. But
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. I I mean, if they did go 4-0, I think they bench-flack. Like, I think you have to realize, like, even if you went 4-0, that that team's going to end up crashing and burning anyway, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I can see if they went 4-0, I can see a situation like, I don't know if you remember back when Ryan Fitzmagic was on the the Buccaneers and they started out 4-0. Yeah. And then they were like, he's going to be started, And then the next, like, they started him the next two weeks, like the next week, and he was. And they brought in Jameis Winston. Oh yeah. Um, so I could see something similar to that. Um, you know, kind of like you could get the start, but your leash is really short because we're gonna want to play the young guy instead. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So all right, things. To, what do you think? Things to watch for in this matchup. Ravens and Jet. Man,
1: I I think uh, I think the Ravens offense, like that re- that receiving room, I'm interested to watch. Mm. Uh, obviously- yes. They traded Marquise Brown, uh, who was their wide receiver one. Right now it's Rashad Bateman, who didn't necessarily look phenomenal as a rookie last year. But it's not a high-volume passing offense. Uh, It is a high-volume running offense. And so I'd also be interested to see, one, is Dobbins going to play? And if so, how healthy will he look? And two, if not Dobbins, who's going to be the hot hand? Um, Yeah. That team, I think they're healthy, and so I think they have a chance to to win the division. I also think there are just a lot of question marks because – because so many guys were hurt last year uh, and they moved on from some guys, there's just a lot of questions as to who's going to step up and will the holes that they filled, will those guys actually uh, kind of be what they're supposed to be for the mm-hmm. Jets? I think the thing to watch for would be, uh, honestly, I would just say the young young talent. Like, yeah. Jets fan, I'm not really hoping for a win. I just want to see, like, honestly, Brees Hall play well.
0: Garrett but- yeah, Wilson.
1: Garrett Wilson. I want to see Jermaine Johnson come out and ball. Um, so I'm just hope I'm hoping for a like a good like productive play. But I, I I would not be hoping for a win, especially when Joe Flacco is starting for
0: you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned that with the Ravens. I'll be because you talked about who who will be you know riding the hot hand. But if it's not the receiving room, like right now, the, uh, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins aren't. I don't think are aren't for sure to start Week One. So yeah. oh. then it's like, who's, I mean, who's up next? Do they, they, is it still, um, who was, I mean, like, they, Hill. they signed Mike, uh, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. That's who it was. Yeah. Okay. So like, maybe it'll be Mike Davis, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but we'll see, it'll be interesting. Or we'll just be Lamar Jackson doing everything. Um, but who knows, maybe what if he decides to sit out? Cause he hasn't got a new contract. I mean, I don't think he will, but yeah.
1: But it'll be interesting to watch. And that's a, gonna be a fun season long storyline too.
0: Yeah, to watch at the Ravens. So that'll be interesting. But all right. Up next, Patriots at Dolphins. Oof. Okay. Um, who are you picking? I think I know who you're gonna pick, but I want to hear you say it. Who are you picking? Dolphins. I knew it. Dude. You're you're you are on the Tua train wow. hardcore. I am part of on, man. I am I am all
1: in. I think fuck. The man was in a dysfunctional system with the coach who had no interest in watching him succeed. And then obviously dysfunctional front office. I mean, they had like the whole, um, it wasn't the tanking. It was uh tampering, right? That was their thing.
0: Yeah. Something like that. I don't, I don't oh, really
1: just remember. The Tom Brady, Sean Payton stuff. So like the administration, like the coaching staff never wanted to, uh, like there was never, they wanted, they wanted to go after Brady and I don't blame them. But the reality is, like Tua's got a coach who speaks the world of him. He's got Jalen Waller on year two and Tyree Hill. Yeah, he's got an online that has been invested in. That defense is pretty good already. Yeah, I think it's a, in the same way. I think Jalen Hurts is in a make it or break it, and it's a it completely falls on him if he doesn't make it. I would yeah. say the Tua. There's no reason that Tua does not succeed. But I, ju- I think he has the tools. I think he needed the confidence, and he has a staff that believes in him, and he has a team that should inspire confidence. Yeah.
0: So I'm definitely- I agree. I'm-, yeah. I'm gonna pick Dolphins too. I would. That's who I would say. I mean, I I, I think they got that in the bag, um, for more reasons just that, and I'll get to that in a second. But my question, the uh, I think with the Dolphins, what I want to watch for is one, Tua. I think you've mentioned. I mean, how's Tua gonna fare? But also, who becomes who becomes his favorite target because. Um, will it be Jalen Waddle? Will it be Tyreek Hill? You know, and not that they can't both succeed, but someone's got to you know lead the way. And so I'll be interested to see who it is, and if it's not Tyreek Kill, um, will he? How will he respond uh, to that? Because that was kind of why he left Kansas City. He said was he was like he felt disrespected, and it's like, well, you know, if that doesn't happen here, is he gonna say something? I don't know. You know, what I mean, so uh, that'll be interesting with the the Patriots. For me, I, I want to know who is calling the offense. Every, like, all the reports I'm reading is that the offense looks rough yeah. in practice and in pre, and which is weird because it wasn't bad last year. Like, the Mac Jones played well. Like, so I don't know why he, Bill Belichick changed it up. And, you know, it could be knowing Bill Belichick that it's just like this big ploy to trick people into thinking the offense is bad and then it's just going to be amazing. I don't know. But, like, That's why I'm like – because if that offense doesn't do anything, the defense is – Bill Belichick is a great coach, but the defense is not insanely talented. Um, And so, they, I I don't know if their defense can win them games all alone. Yeah. I think how the offense fares um, and, yeah, what they decide to do, I guess, on offense Uh, and if it's going to work out, if it's going to be Matt Patricia or um, was it – I want to th- not Joe Judge. Who's the other guy that they had call in plays?
1: I can't even remember, man. Uh,
0: yeah, Matt Patricia was one of them. I know that much. So, who was like a defensive minded guy? But yeah, so I think we'll see. I think the Patriots' offense will be something to watch out for. Yeah. Okay. Um.
1: Something I think will be interesting. The ASC is just so different this year. Like with teams loading up, that the Patriots who went what ten and seven last year. Yeah. Like, that might just, not be enough. No. And like their weapons like are just as bad. Like they haven't really added to their weapons. No. And so I don't I don't see any way that they get better than ten and seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so maybe that's why Velichek's switching it up. He's hoping to like spark something, but I think that's yeah. the they didn't improve. You have to have improved this season. And I just don't think they did. I agree. I agree.
0: All right. Next up, uh Jaguars at the Commanders.
1: Who you picking? Oh, baby. This is a primetime matchup. Two juggernauts. <laughs> Absolutely historic franchises. Uh, mm-hmm. who's, who's playing? I got it. Can you tell me? Who's home? Who's home in this game?
0: Commanders are home. Okay. Jaguars at commanders. Oh, man.
1: Well, to be honest, I don't think Washington playing at home is an advantage. Uh, I think they're mm-hmm. free, I hate them. So, I'm going to go on Jacksonville. I know they stunk last year, but I like Doug Peterson. James Robinson supposed to be playing. I think they have some good weapons. I think that defense will be better. I mm-hmm. don't trust Carson Wentz on in a worse team with a worse yeah, than he was in Indy, and he was not inspiring in Indy. So I agree. I, I'm going to pick Jacksonville.
0: Yeah. I, I think I'm going to also go Jacksonville. I I mean, I don't think Jacksonville is going to be absolutely amazing, but I think they could be sneaky uh, in the league um, and win, win more games than they're expected to. I think – I think that last season, I mean, they were bad, but a lot of it was also, I mean, the situation was just bad, bro. Like, I think Doug Peterson, like you said, I like Doug Peterson. I think Trevor Lawrence, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is still, he is still one of the best prospects we've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. And he showed that um, in a lot of ways. I think, um, yeah, I think the big thing that I would watch for um, is, is all the money they paid going to be worth it? Um, for what they're doing, but so yeah, what else, what do you, what else do you think to watch for in that game?
1: Um, I think I would agree with you. I think that, yeah, the Jacksonville spending, they overpaid with guys that I think, uh, I mean, I think most people agree. Christian Kirk got a lot of money, uh, and seemed to not fit the market value that he was Mm -hmm. getting. Um, I think they had to pay a Jacksonville tax. So yeah, I think that that definitely is going to be interesting how that pays off. I think Washington will be interesting just because I think, I mean, their defense on paper they have really good talent. It just hasn't really come together. And on offense, yeah, you got Terry McLaurin, um, uh, uh, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel's healthy, Logan Thomas is healthy, the o line is healthy, and then Antonio Gibson, and then eventually you'll have Brian Robinson in there. Yeah, so it's that could cool. be they could be a surprise. Uh, and, and an NFC East that still isn't super strong. Like, there's a
0: chance, and so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree. Yep, it'll be interesting to watch. All right, Colts at 10. you got? Uh, I'm going dude. Colts. It's. Uh-huh. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sure. You don't even have to ask. As you know, as high as you are on Tua, I am even higher on – Oh, he got the first. Wow. Sorry. Um, I'm even – Matt Ryan. That was close. I thought they were gonna stuff him, but Cooper Cub got the first. Yeah, I am I think I am just as high on Matt Ryan this season as you are on Tua. Um so I'm gonna go Colts.
1: Man, I'm gonna be real. At some point I feel like I have to call the upset card. This could be the one for me. Really? I, look, look, I think I think the Colts are I think they're legit. I have questions though. Michael Pittman and who else to throw it to? I don't know. Uh, you've got a defense that didn't really add any like any significant talent, Stephon Gilmore, but he hasn't been at an elite level in like two years. So I don't know how good that will be. And I think the Texans, Davis Mills, I'm a believer in Davis Mills. And I think they're playing at home. I think the Colts are pretty like known for choking. Like I want to say the Colts, but, man, I, I think
0: I'm going to pick the Texans. I think there's a legitimate wow. chance. Wow this one out wow that's interesting that you would say that because i picked i now mm, i even went with two on you and you're gonna disrespect matt ryan like that i have not I even, matt ryan i hope Matt Ryan throws 500 there. yards in week one and slaughters it doesn't matter what quarterback
1: it is you know that in week 17 in jacksonville they're gonna lose and so i think it could be
0: a simple it's week one man anything can okay we'll see we'll see um things to watch for um, I mean, I've already talked about with the Colts, Matt Ryan. I mean, one of the big trades um, from this uh, off season. So I think how he fares I, again, in my opinion, I think it's going to be great. I think he has a lot left in the tank. Very accurate passer. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think that I think it's going to be good there. So, see, Texans. I think um, it will be. Uh, Damian Pierce is the one to watch for. I'm excited to see how he does because he, I mean, great preseason. um, Kind of really, I mean, everyone was like, okay, Marlon Mack, probably going to start. Now he didn't even, I mean, Marlon Mack got released. And so Damian Pierce showed up, was like, no, this is my job. And like, took it over. Now he's, I mean, they haven't said he's the running back one, but if he's not, you'd be dumb because he's been insanely good in practice and everything else. So, um, yeah, I think that. And then, Nico Collins is another name to watch out for in that team. I like Nico Collins a lot. I think Nico Collins could be a really good receiver there. So, um, stuff to watch out for in that game. Uh, all right, we're moving on to the 425 time slots. Come on. We've got Raiders at Chargers, which, dang, that is a good game for week one. Yeah. Raiders at Chargers. Who are you going? Uh, man, I think the
1: Raiders have the more experience – but I got to go – I'm going to the Chargers. I think they're a better team. Ooh, okay. At, I think on paper they're a better team, talent-wise. The defense, like, they have – now JC Jackson's not playing, and that's going to be a significant miss for, for L.A. Yeah. I think that defense has had the the talent. Again, like Washington has just not put it together. I think in year two under Brandon's daily system, who put together that Rams defense, like – I think there's a very good chance uh, that they, they are just, they are one of the top teams in the AFC this year. Yeah. I just don't know. I think, you know, you have Josh McDaniels coming in who hasn't been a head coach since Denver. And that didn't necessarily go well. Uh, So,
0: and you have Um, actually went crazy. Well, Tebow mania happened. So, and
1: then he got fired because Tebow was not what uh, he suggested. He might be in the playoffs, but I know that's close to, to home for you. Also, LA is in the red zone. I need a Cooper Cup touchdown. I know.
0: I'm. I'm watching. I. am hoping for you. They're handing um,
1: off. I hate that. Anyway, uh, what well, what game were we? T- we're talking about uh, what- Raiders oh. and Chargers. Raiders Chargers. I think the Raiders O line is an absolute atrocity. They have Colton Miller at left tackle and literally nobody else. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack coming off the edges. I. I just don't. I'm not inspired by that O line. I think Derek Carr's good. I think having Devonte Adams, Henry uh, Renfro, and Darren Waller is obviously going to be great for them. But I just think LA has the better team, and I think at home, though their home field advantage is. Ministry. Well, which
0: L? Al- uh, oh no, they're, they're not both in LA. Dude! I was going to say which yeah! L.A.? No, yeah, Cooper Cup touchdown! I'm ahead. Really? Of you. Cooper, Cup me. I think you're ahead of me. I'm about to see it. Oh my gosh! Dude, we're we're about to win some money. Let's go. All right.
1: You know, I, I got to update the listeners. For those listening, uh, I had a on Fanduel. I live in Indiana now. Oh
0: wow, that's a good touchdown too.
1: Uh, so I got a free one hundred and fifty dollars bet on Fanduel, and I saw there's a parlay for if Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, and Josh Allen each score a touchdown at any time, and the Bills win, I will win two thousand dollars.
0: So, Thanks.
1: Uh, we have Josh Allen has scored a touchdown and Cooper cup has now scored a touchdown. So I need Stefan Diggs and then the bills to hold on.
0: Yeah. That is a crazy good touchdown too. Holy cow. That was great. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Raiders back to the game. I'm picking the Raiders. So I like, I'm going, I'm on, I'm in on Las Vegas. I think it'll be good. Um, yeah. All right. I'm I'm excited about what's happening there. So I'm going to go Raiders. We're at odds again. We are, but we got to be sometimes.
1: Um, no, it's, true. it's good.
0: It's good. Yeah. Anything else uh, to watch out for in that in that game? You think outside of what you've already mentioned?
1: No, I think that O line is what I would watch for with the Raiders, and then I think the Chargers. I just keep an eye on that defense and how they come together.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Vikings and Packers in Minnesota. Uh, I'm
1: pick. Ooh, Tim. You know what? I'm going the Vikings. Really? I I, I don't even think that's that hot of a take. I think the Packers, we have no idea who the wide receiver one is, if they can actually be a wide receiver one. No idea. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been taking drugs all offseason. Okay, that's something to watch for. Um, we don't know what he'll be like. But it's Minnesota, at home, that's a heated environment and that type of a rivalry. I think Kirk Cousins, I like Kirk. I think I think that offense, like, I think I think they could go off. I really do. I'm yeah. a big believer in Minnesota this year. I think Kirk is going to be the thing that might hold them back, but I think at home against a Green Bay team that their best receiver is Allen Lazard, I feel pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I the reason I said really was because I was going to thought you were going to oh okay destroy me for it, but yeah, I I'm high on the vibe. uh I think we got. I think Kirk. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have his best season since being in uh, Washington. Um, under with this, because I think Kevin o- uh, O'Connell, who they brought in, uh, they worked together in Washington. He al- also is not. Uh, I Zimmer just didn't want. I don't think Zimmer was done with Kirk. Um, so I think O'Connell is ready. I think if Cook, Dalvin Cook stays healthy, um, I think that'll be a big help. I mean, Justin Jefferson's already said he after this year, people are going to know he's the best receiver in the league. So yeah, that um, that offense is, I think, is, could be electric. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. And um, I think with the Packers, the thing to watch out for. I mean, you mentioned uh, the the offense and the receiver who's going to take over, but I think I'll, I'll be interested to see their rookies on defense, um, Devontae Wyatt and uh, Quay Walker, um, yeah. who kind of how if they show up because I think. I think their defense could, could use a boost like that. And if they're good, I mean, that could be a big help. Because um, recently, it's all been on Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams' shoulders. So now that they don't have Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers will wear a brunt of it. But if their defense can help bear some of that load, I think I think that could help. But, yeah, Ooh. so we'll seeing. But we're both saying Vikings, so that'll be an interesting pick. But, all right, Giants at Titans. Oh man, I got to sneeze. I'm just getting
1: too worked up over this game. Yeah. Uh, Giants, Titans. Am I? Going, yeah, Giants Titans. I- um, man, I gotta go Tennessee. I, I like Brian Dable, and I mm-hmm. really I want to like Daniel Jones. I like their weapons. Um, but uh I think Tennessee with Derrick Henry coming back healthy. Uh Ryan Tanhill obviously isn't what he used to be, but I don't think he's he hasn't completely fallen off. Um, I think they're just a more <laughs> proven team Go to gravy. And I think uh, I think they're going to pull it out at home
0: pretty easily. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I'm going to go Titans um, in this one. Now, although I'm picking them in this one, I don't think the Titans are going back to the playoffs this year. I agree. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think the loss of A.J. Brown um, is – and not really anything to, re- to replace that. Hurt for them, and also with Harold Landry going down for the whole year. Like I think, yeah, I don't see them making it back. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, um, Giants. I mean, I like the Giants. So, I would love for Daniel Jones to be a beast under Brian Dable, but there's no way it's going to happen week one. So, uh, yeah, I think Titans. I think we're both are there. We're both think Tennessee's going to win this week, but. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. Uh, all right, uh, Kansas City at Arizona, Chiefs and Cardinals. Ooh, I'm going Chiefs. Okay. Uh,
1: any thought? Any any reason for that?
0: Um, I think they're a better team than the Cardinals, so. <laughs> okay, uh, and I think please. I don't. I'm still on the fence about Kyler Murray. And I think for me, that's enough to say I'm going to go Chiefs. So uh, I'm all
1: I do think the Chiefs are a better team. Uh, I have questions about that wide receiver room. I agree. My big thing is one, Arizona's at home. Uh, two, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray have a track record of going off the first six games of the season and then dropping off the face of the earth. True. I think this is the perfect Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray game where they just come out firing in all similars. Everyone talks about how Arizona's finally got it together and then they'll fall apart down the stretch. This mm-hmm. is the best game for it because it's Kansas City. Kansas City is a hotter, cold team. They're usually hot. But I think this is a good game for them to be cold and Arizona to be hot. I think Kyler Murray's got uh, better. I think the offensive line having another year together will be good. Uh, and I think that defense has added some talent. J.D. Watt's healthy. And they've got like DeAndre Hopkins is out, but they have Marquise Brown, AJ Green's healthy, uh, and so and you got Zach Ertz and then uh, Trey McBride. So I think I think there's a good chance. I wouldn't be shocked, obviously, if Kansas City wins, but I think this is a good matchup for Arizona given their history of game ones.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I I can see that. Yeah, I'm still Chiefs. I think Mahomes has something to prove um, right now after what. Uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, he never took a shot straight at Mahomes, but to me, his comments kind of felt like he was saying Mahomes without me isn't gonna be very good. Like I a team. And so I think I think Mahomes is gonna have something to prove him and Travis Kelsey. So I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Chiefs in this one. Um sweet. All right, Sunday night football. Buccaneers at Cowboys. That'll be it, that'll be a game. I'm excited for that one. Who you got? Ooh, man! I gotta give the Bucks.
1: I I think I do question how like pumped Brady is to be playing football. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I think Dallas like Michael Gallup's out. They lost Mike Cooper. Uh, Tyron Smith is out. They lost Layla Collins in the offseason. season. Uh, defensively, they lost Randy Gregory. Uh, I just think there are a lot of question marks that are surrounding holes that they have. And I think Tampa Bay is still like. One of the teams to beat the NFC. So I just think, I think, I think they're going to mankill Dallas. Even though Tampa's offensive line is also hurt, uh, I think their defensive line has a better matchup against Dallas than Dallas's defense does against Tampa.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I'm going to go Tampa as well. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think the Bucks are still near the top of the NFL right now. And so I, I don't see that ending yet. Um, and, yeah, I think that offense also is still pretty strong, even with the O-line being hurt. Um, you got – I mean, you don't have Chris Godwin, but – yet, But you got Mike Evans. Um, they picked up Russell Gage, which I thought was a big pickup. I mean, he's – he was like the one receiver that actually played well for the Falcons last year. So, I mean, he can be he could be good for them. Leonard Fournette. Uh, maybe they got rookie retrod White. Like, I think – I think there's a lot to like there. Um, and with the, the Cowboys, I I love Dak, but Zeke, I mean, we don't know what Zeke we're gonna get uh yet in this season. And the receiver core is just hurting. I mean, they CeeDee Lamb, um, they're leaning on Jalen Tolbert, uh, who's I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about, but still he's a rookie. Uh so yeah, so I think I'm gonna go Buccaneers.
1: I agree. Good picks. Good thoughts. Also, Tim, I think we made a, a grave oversight. Uh, Oh my gosh. Well, that didn't help. Anyway, you'll see in like five seconds. Uh, I'll let you watch it. We'll just, oh gosh. Yep.
0: Uh, oversight.
1: No, no, no. The, yeah. There was some pretty tragic news that occurred in our world today. We did not have a moment of silence. Oh
0: gosh. Oh wow. Uh, the queen is dead, Tim. Yes. Queen Elizabeth has died. Uh, so,
1: moment of silence for Queen Elizabeth. Yep. All right. Monday okay. Night Football.
0: Yep. Monday uh, Night Football.
1: Bronco Seahawks. This is – what an ugly game
0: that this is – Joe Buck and Troy Aikman pulled the absolute jewel of watching Geno Smith on primetime. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. It could be a fun game to watch Russell Wilson absolutely slaughter – the Seahawks. Um, but I think we both are going, I mean, I'm going Broncos. You Broncos? Oh, easily. Not even yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for this Broncos team. I, I, there's so much to like there and it could be scary. I I think either it won't live up to the hype or it's going to be absolutely horrifying to play against because if it comes together, that team could be almost unstoppable.
1: Yeah. So um,
0: yeah, the Seahawks, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. Um see if Geno Smith punches another break gets his broken again before week before the game. Uh and they have to start Drew Locke, but yeah. Um I think what'll be interesting to watch the Seahawks is the their relationship with DK Metcalf um and how it goes. And if at any point he'll have a say on if they need to go get a quarterback or not, you know, Yeah. at some point he's like their star. And if he's like, dude, Geno Smith sucks. Drew Locke sucks. If you guys will give me a quarterback, I want out. And so at that point, you got to go get one. I don't care what Pete Carroll says. Like at that point, I feel like as a, as a GM, you got to be like, listen, Pete Carroll's been great. But our DK Metcalf is one of the top receivers in the league when when we have a good quarterback. So we should listen to him. And not Pete Carroll, who has not led us to a winning season in a good minute. So, right. um, yeah,
1: yeah. I think the hard part there is uh, I don't know what quarterback you can even get. I mean, Jimmy G is can't uh, even with the restructured contract is tradable. San Francisco decided to do
0: that. Yeah, well, I guess I meant more so because it doesn't even sound like to me the Seahawks are even interested like in drafting a quarterback. You know, I mean, they didn't go after one this year, and there was, I mean. They could have gotten, Des- they could have got Desmond Ritter, could have got Malik Willis, could have got Matt Correa. Um, they could have. Who's the other? There's, I mean, Kenny Pickett, but they couldn't. Well, they could have gotten Kenny Pickett, right? Like instead of, you know, instead of Charles Cross, like they could have went and got a guy, and like, listen, I'm not saying that those those quarterbacks can be great, but in my opinion, I would probably take one of those. I would take one of those guys, who you could have taken later. I mean. Willis, Corral, and Ritter went later. So you still could have gotten – you could have gotten Charles Cross and got Desmond Ritter later. I would take Desmond Ritter over Geno Smith or Drew Locke right now. Yeah. I would even take – I'd probably take Malik Willis. I mean, I, I'm not saying Malik is going to be the greatest quarterback ever right now. I think he's developed, but I'd still take him over one of those two. Um,
1: I would agree. Nah. Sam
0: Howell, dude. You could have went and got – I mean, Sam Howell was taking the fifth round. Right. And you're going to tell me that that Drew Locke and Geno Smith have more upside than him. I mean, maybe Drew Locke, but still, like, I – I'm going to be real, man.
1: I think – this is what I think is going to happen. I think Pete Carroll is legitimately so blinded by being an old football coach. He thinks this is a good idea. Uh, I think the GM uh, is pretty well aware that it's not. And I think he wants Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson, somebody in the draft. Yeah. I think there's a good chance that Pete Carroll, quote-unquote, retires after this year. In other words, hey, Pete, we're going to fire you, but we're going to let you step down with grace.
0: Yeah, that uh, makes sense. And I think
1: they're just going to completely reset. And I think DK knows that. And I'm going to be honest, I think DK would not have re- signed that extension. Uh, if, he know- if he didn't know they were going to do
0: something for him. Right. But, Yeah. Well, that is all the week one matchups. Oh, Matt Stafford with the wheels. Okay. Yeah, he's Matt Stafford, still at him, baby. At a boy. All right. So that's the week one matchups. Um, so we'll see next week. We'll we'll go over real quick our records, see who did better. We got a couple that we deferred on, so we'll, we'll, we'll one of us have to be better than the other. Um, but uh, now let's say. I mean it's only week one, but I think we have to talk. Okay. Who are uh, who do we think is going to win some awards? Again, it's week one, so it's hard to predict. But um, we'll start off. We'll save MVP for the end because everyone always starts with MVP. We'll save MVP. Let's start with the rookies. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Who do you who are you going to go with? I'm going Chris Olave, baby. Okay.
1: I'm going Chris Olave. Okay. I think Michael Thomas either is just going to not play for whatever reason, like he normally does. Or he will play and he won't be good. I think Jarvis, uh, I don't think, will be the top option for Jameis. I really do think Chris Olave, and part of this is I'm not convinced there is one rookie that is above the rest offense yeah. because of their situations. So uh, there's not a quarterback that I think is going to go do it. Uh, and there's Chris Olave, I think, is probably in the best situation with the best quarterback of the rookies. So that's why I would say him.
0: I can see that. Yeah. I, I think I could see that. I for sure. Um I think I'm going to go I'm going to go Damian Pugh. I think I'm going to go with the sle- I mean, he hasn't even been mentioned, but I think if because he's going to be probably the like starting running back there, he'll get he'll of all the rookies, he'll probably have the uh volume of stats. And so I think because of that, I think he'll like I think it'll be him, so I'm going to go Damian Pierce there. I think I think that could be good for him. So, what about defensively? Defensive Rookie of the Year?
1: Uh, I think you'll like my pick. You you want to guess? You want to guess? I think you'll like it.
0: Mm, uh, I'm going to say trade. Not uh, why did I say Uh, Aiden Hutchinson? Nah, dude, you're duck. I'm picking a duck. Oh, uh... Kayvon Thibodeau. Really? Even with the
1: injury? Even with the injury, I think he, I, I you are going to come back relatively quick. I just think he's in a position on a defense that has talent, and he's on the opposite end of, like, Leonard Williams. I think there's some other rotational guys that will help. I don't think it's all going to fall on him to get after the passer. And I think legitimately, I think he's going to be a good run stopper, and I think that really, that really helps. Um, so I think Hutchinson's going to be good. I'm not convinced Hutchinson's going to be a madman. Trayvon Walker I think is good, but I'm not convinced Trayvon Walker is going to like be a disrupting like edge rusher this year. Uh so I I'm, I'm going to And obviously if he misses a lot of time, yeah, then I'll look back and regret it. But I don't think I don't think he's supposed to miss a ton of time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think it's tough cuz defensive rookie of the year usually I mean it's going to go to probably a lineman or a linebacker. Um so I Oh, man. I think... I think I'm going to say... Oh, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, One second. I I think I'm going to go... What is his name? Sorry,
1: the Rams kicker just freaking shredded that i know i'm ahead
0: sorry no you're okay i i forgive you um the rookie the quarter the rookie linebacker that the eagles drafted that fell really far oh uh he's from he's from georgia nicobe dean or oh, was it nicobe dean i was thinking it was someone else mm. um it's dean yeah nicobe i'm gonna go Nakobe dean i think I think that he's got something to prove. And so I think with the fall, I think he's gonna come out and he's gonna ball out. So I'm gonna say Nakoby Dean. I respect that. And I can yeah. see that for sure. So all right. Uh offensive player of the year. Ooh, offensive player of the year. Uh initially when I was thinking of this, I would have said Cooper Cup again, but the more I think about it, the more I think Justin Jefferson. Yeah. My, my I agree. I was gonna say Justin Jefferson too. I mean again he says after this year it will be he will be the best receiver in the NFL and if that happens he's got to win it. So yep. I think Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. All right, what about defensive player of the year? Uh ooh. I want you to go first on this one. I, Miles Garrett. Miles yeah, Garrett. Same dude. Yeah, it's going to be Miles Garrett, dude. He's got to win it, man. If he hadn't missed games last year, it would have been him. I agree. He was going to I mean, he he was just on pace with, he was just as on pace the same with uh, T.J. Watt. Right. So I the the reason he didn't was because he missed games, and so I think he's going to keep that up. He's not going to get sick this year, and he's going to win it. So yeah, I think it's going to be Miles Garrett all the way. I agree. I'm on board.
1: I feel like what we're going to MVP too. I'm going to be honest. I I'm going to who do who who do you say? Well, to be honest, watching this game is not uh, helping. Uh, True. I want to say I'm, I'm going with Josh Allen. Yeah. I think, man, I mean, he – now, in the regular season last year, he was not as good as he was in playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I think if he plays off of that playoff run, like, the dude was arguably, like – I would say he was playing better than Mahomes, even though obviously the Chiefs won that playoff game. I do think – th- I think Allen was – playing the best football of any quarterback in the league by the end of last
0: year. So. I think Josh Allen is the smart pick and I think he's the front runner. I am going to say. Argus Mariota. No. I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Okay. Because I think one of the big things that broke the relationship between Russell and Pete Carroll was when uh, I was reading Russell. There was a game where Russell Wilson, they were up by a good bit. Russell Wilson was slaying. And they, Pete Carroll, like then run because they were already winning, and he was like, "No, like I want to keep passing because like for the MVP bid." And Pete Carroll didn't care about that, so um, I think that the Broncos are in no way going to try and like stop his MVP bid. They want him to be MVP, so I think I'm going to be. I think Russell was is going to be balling out every week, and there's not going to be any holding him back. And I think I think if he if he plays like he can, if he plays his best game in that offense with that team around him, I think he will win MVP. Hey, okay.
1: I, I so. I'm skeptical. I think Russell Wilson is prone to have like a five-game stretch where he falls off. But if he, can, if he does not do that or keeps it to like two or three games, mm-hmm. there is a really good chance that he pulls it off.
0: Yeah. Sweet. Well, I, that's all we got for today. That was that was good. I mean, we did it. We recorded our first episode finally. Um, we made it back. So It's football yeah. season, it baby. Football season. I am I'm glad to be back. So yeah, this has been Red Zone Coffee Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Um we'll be back next week. Probably we'll be talking week two. Uh we'll probably go through we'll probably do some quick review of week one stuff. Um and talk maybe some stories, storyline, stuff like that. Um, we'll go through week two. I don't know if we'll go through the entire week two, but we might talk some some big games, stuff like that. But, yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in. Zach, any final comments? God save the queen. Amen. Well, he didn't because she died. But also, hold on. Who is that? Who is Ozzy Osbourne is currently performing at halftime of this game.
1: Hey, Tim, you think you can rig us up with an outro of Crazy Train? No, how
0: old? Hold on, before, I will. How old is Ozzy Osbourne?
1: At least, dude, he's got to be seventies. He's got. He be, is seventy
0: three, and he is. Oh my god, bro! The makeup department's working hard. That's that's crazy, dude. I want to sing it, but here's the problem: I think we might we could get copyrighted. And in the event that somehow okay. we make money off of this, we don't make money. Okay, here's what
1: we're gonna do. We're just going to – well, you know, like the intro, like where they scream all aboard? Yeah. Are you all alone in your house right now?
0: Yeah.
1: All right, so we're just going to scream it. And, okay. we'll, and, we'll and, we'll,
0: and that will be the end of the episode. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, are you ready? All right. One, two, three. All aboard! <laughs> Burner! Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll see you next week.